Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I'm Caleb Simmons. And I'm Joshua Simmons. We are two brothers who love fly fishing, our families, and our men of faith. But like most of you listening, we're still not experts on any of those subjects. So our hope is to speak with as many people that we believe are experts on these subjects and pose the questions that most of us are asking. So thanks for joining us along the journey as we seek to inspire and encourage dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, fatherhood, and faith on the fly. Welcome to episode 108 of the Dads of the Fly podcast. I am Caleb Simmons, as always, with my brother Joshua Simmons, and we're hanging out down here in the basement tonight, just he and I, for uh, what's going to be a fun episode. Joshua, how are you, man? Man, I'm great. So this past week, uh, here in the beautiful mountains of western North Carolina, we have entered into what we like to call one of our favorite seasons, and so uh, that season is fall. This week, we uh, did not get over 70 78 degrees yeah it's been beautiful Fahrenheit it's been really pretty and you can uh, you can see the colors starting to change and uh, you can see all kind of stuff starting to happen so um big shout out to Laura she just brought my wife Stanley down thank you Laura that was awesome because uh uh, I was supposed to bring that home tonight and and you would have forgotten and I would have totally forgotten if she hadn't done that so (laughs) So she she brought that in my truck right now <clears throat> if I come so, home without that Stanley, I might be in trouble. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, man, excited for the fall uh, weather. Speaking has of been fall, amazing. It's a great time to put some coffee in a Stanley mug. Yeah, That's my fly. Not yeah. brought to you by Stanley <laughs> mugs. Trust me. We're <laughs> but uh, it's it's coffee. It's fires. It's uh, yeah, just it's being great. able to hang outside in the evenings and and so it, it got me thinking. You know, we had what we've called earlier in the in the podcast one of our uh, our fishier summers. So I thought, since we have entered into fall, everybody by now is sure in school. Um, I would hope even like all colleges by now are in school. So everybody's in school. And so, you know, as an educator, you're, you're a preacher. You teach people things, right? So you kind of teach. We're both teachers in some ways. So I thought we would do the Dads on the Fly Lessons Learned from the Summer Fishing Excursions or from our summer fishing. Yeah, I think so, it's cool. This is going to be a fun topic. Lessons Learned. Well, before we dive into that, um, we do yeah. want to take a minute and just remind folks about some things we got coming up. Uh, want to let everybody know about the Forks of the River Fly Fishing Festival that's coming up uh, in November. Um, you can check that out over on Headwaters Outfitters uh, website. They've got a great event page for that. We're going to be hanging out there for the day. So we're super pumped. And then uh, we still got one spot available for Dads on the Fly Father-Son Retreat coming up next April, April of 24. Um, so if you're interested in that spot, want that last spot left, uh, make sure to... Shoot Joshua a message on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, shoot an Instagram message or, <laughs> or shoot us an email. Shoot us an email um, at the dads at dads on the fly. Or you can also send it to, uh, is it dads on the fly at gmail.com too. So we've actually got uh, Papa doing some email in there. You know, got him on the. Yeah, we, he's on the payroll. Which is. Which is the same zero. percentage we it's get. the same payroll so, yeah. we have. <laughs> uh, but he's on that payroll. He's doing some stuff with us with that yeah. email. So if you reach out, maybe he'll see it and he can get in touch with you. One spot left. Uh, if you and your son want to come fishing with us in the beautiful mountains of West North Carolina, uh, that'd be good. Giveaways are out, man. Um, actually got in touch with some people this week. All that stuff's been sent out. So all the people who won the 100th episode giveaway, which is about eight episodes ago, um, have been contacted. I uh, want to give a quick shout out. I spoke with Joe today from Angler's Coffee. Uh, don't know if you've seen it, man, but do you see what Angler's Coffee did this week? Keurig Pots. Oh, wow, really? Angler's That's Coffee exciting. Keurig Pots, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. So uh, 
get some of those for my office. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my ex- office. I'm excited about that, dude. Yeah, uh, Joe was telling me about it a little bit today, so exciting. If you haven't checked out Angler's Coffee, you can go back and hear our episode with Joe. Um, it's way back there, but uh, Joe does a great job with Angler's Coffee, Angler's Inspired uh, Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll drink, according to Caleb. And, you know, I did get a bag this summer and, and drank it. That was a lesson learned. I drank, I drank some coffee this drank summer. some coffee this not, summer. Not a ton, but a little bit. It's a weird time to fall in love with coffee in the summer. Well, we were in, uh, that's episode 80, by the way. Wow, 28 episodes ago. Uh, we were in the mountains, dude, way up high. So Yeah, that's true. It, it was okay. That's good. All right, man. So uh, you you posed this topic, so I'm going to let you kind of lead the way on it. So well, lessons learned from uh, our fishiest summer yet. Joshua, if you could, I'll let you get it started. What's the biggest thing you've learned? Or not necessarily no, the biggest thing. The first thing you've learned uh, from a summer full of fishing. I need casting instruction. Okay. Like, I just don't have the time to go out and double haul every day. And I'm sure if I lived in Florida or on the coast or, you know, where we were when we did some red fishing with our buddies uh, at Pirate Waters Outfitters, I'm sure if I did that every day, I would probably be better at it. But I think because I don't do it every day, uh, I probably need some actual instruction or some, I don't know, a lesson to make sure I would be better because you only get that little bit of chance, right? Yeah. I mean, we we're coming up on a saltwater trip here in about three weeks and, uh, which we're super pumped about going to be going for our Albies on the fly trip with uh drum roll charters down the coast of North Carolina. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to have to, we're going to have to get that dialed up for you. So yeah, I hope these people are coming fishing with us. Don't like, think they're like coming up with some pro- surely they listen to the show enough to know they're not coming fishing to learn know, how to do anything yeah, right? not from us i mean the guys that are down there maybe already drum rolls gonna yeah travis up. And, uh, we're, we're going down for entertainment purposes only and uh that's hopefully a, to make people feel better about themselves that's a great way to look at it you know i was talking <laughs> after talking to uh ben last week from uh, huge fly fisherman he's doing those hosted trips now and i'm thinking yeah People are just going to hang out with him, so hopefully they're just coming to hang out with us and sit around a campfire and eat some good food and catch some Albies on the fly. Uh, t- did check on Tyler this week. You know, they had the hurricane pass through, so did check on him. All is good, and he's uh, rip-roaring ready to go. But, uh, yeah, man, I just need to – I think it's just – it's such a bigger, I don't know, do weight it, rod. I was going to say, do you think it's just got to do with the rod and you're still learning how to handle that because you're used to, you know, three and four weights that we cast around here all the time? I don't know, man. I think it is heavier. It's a lot of line. Line control um, is everything. I mean, when I went with Tyler back in April before, you know, then we went with Bo and them in the summer, I was fine, like, but we weren't casting. I guess my question is, I don't know, maybe maybe you could – you went on that one trip down in Florida that time and, and, you know, caught that big fish on the fly. But, I mean, you, you see YouTube videos, right? That's all I really have to compare it to. Yeah. And some YouTube guys are making like 30 feet, and that's all they need. Some dudes are casting like, you know, 80 feet. Yeah. 80 feet seems like a bit extreme. I don't know. what. It, I don't know, man. That, that seems a bit extreme. Yeah. I mean, the only the only saltwater fishing I have done has been kind of like what we did uh, down on the coast with Bo and Pirate Waters Outfitters. You know, we uh, rolled up and hopefully we're trying to find fish. And uh, we rolled up on a couple pods, saw a couple fish eating, and looked and tried to cast to them. Um, so, you know, it, it's not like we were – I've never chunked it, I think, more than like 50 feet. Yeah. Um, and that's so the other yeah, thing that I, I kind of learned this summer in the couple meager attempts – meager, is that the right word? 
of trying to cast in salt water, dude, it's just so salt water's big. <laughs> I mean, as you know, well, like it's an ocean. It's not, it's not a river. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, so it's really hard to know where fish are going to be that day. Yeah. In all the salt water experience I've had, um, even when I was at, with my family at the beach a couple, a couple weeks ago, there was this one spot I could wait out, but I was like, man, so I almost felt like I was just wasting my time because mm. there's no, unless you're seeing fish, it, it's hard to tell or. Well, that's I, why I feel like probably too. And we, we've heard this from other, other captains and people who fish saltwater a lot. You know, it's super, uh, it's super competitive. You know, yeah. a lot of those gods and a lot of those captains, because once you know where fish are, I mean, it's like you said, it's a whole big flipping ocean. You got to go find them, yeah, I mean, you know? And, and so, uh, I think that's part of why it's so difficult, you know, freshwater, you know, rivers and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's different. I mean, you still got to know where they're at, but it's, it's just a different world. Yeah. I just have learned that, you know, it's a different world. It's, it's still a world I want to continue to explore. I just, yeah. I think that maybe, um, my expectations need to stay nice and nice and calm, for, for saltwater fly fishing for a while until maybe we just find the right spot or the right person or and hey, the challenge still out there folks you know I mean, we if still you, we're still gonna we're gonna get this fixed in three weeks we're gonna do some so albies we're gonna catch some but saltwater fish there's still maybe the redfish excursion so you know well that, that that's gonna happen at some point challenge still out there yep but uh yeah man so, so those are two things big, i learned fish, fish, big. Uh, you need casting instruction yeah. and so if josh if he might want to you know point the, josh went in great direction you know the to, only place i thought i about, think part of the problem is you got to take time to practice well you know the only part i thought about going to practice i thought about just going out on a football field yeah it'd be a great spot because think about it you, that's yeah, the only you place you dial have it in as far as distance goes you would know exactly how yeah. far you're casting mm-hmm. you have a little you know a little configuring yards feet that kind of deal but still well, hopefully you I, can, do that. I think i can do that it's just <laughs> you know but you'd have all that back cast room yeah and you know you could put like targets out there shoot you so don't let coaches know that you're tearing that turf up they might well they you wouldn't might, put a fly on it you could that. just put a uh yeah, something you know, put some yeah but like a big piece. It's of, a, I think it's a little different though. Like you know, when you're casting like a big streamer, those big streamers. Can you put a big streamer with like stuff. just out of maybe? Surely there's a practice streamer off. out yeah, there, right? Something. Maybe like a toothpick or something. Just I don't know, man. Um, I just think, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing is just practice. I feel like I know that's with me. I mean, you know, before I go saltwater fishing, I probably need to do the same thing. Um, just figure out how to do a little bit. I think of we should both go casting into the wind. Can you imagine like one Saturday afternoon if we're just out there on the football field and people are riding by and they see? <laughs> around here we would get a phone call somebody would come and be like what are these people doing they're tearing up our brand new field um yeah that's a great spot that's the only part i thought i could measure like exactly how well i've got a good field uh right next to the church that that i've I've, sometimes i will do that like yeah uh back when we were beginning smallie fishing i would take my six weight out there in that field and just practice chunking it around a little bit so uh all right so in in the same realm of casting instruction uh, I learned a very important lesson the other day on our last Smalley trip that we took. Um, I don't know if we took some, yeah, we took some time to talk about them. We hadn't really talked much about, about them. We, we haven't dived, dived into them much. But um, so I'm coaching Little League Baseball. Oh, yeah. And um, I am throwing a baseball again for the first time that okay. I haven't in a long time. And I have learned that I have got to do a better job taking care of my arm because dude i don't know what's happened you know this that smaller trip we took was two weeks ago i don't know if i fracked my elbow up from casting too many times that day or if it was from something else and so that makes me worried like am i casting wrong am i doing something wrong 
because, dude, I feel like I, I my elbow, I feel like I've pitched like nine innings. Dude, we have that doctor that we've got to reach. He sent us an email. We got to get him on the show. Like how to how yeah, to fly fish the correct man, way to protect your body. Because I'm like. For two weeks now, I mean, going to baseball practice, I'll leave Reed or James baseball, and I'm not throwing the ball a lot. I mean, you know, it's throwing to seven and eight year olds, so we're not we're not talking about chunking the ball a lot. But dude, my elbow is just like fracked up, so right. I've got to figure something out to where um, that that's been my lesson is if I'm going to cast all day, I've got to take better care of my body. Um, you know, maybe I'm just not as young as I used to be. Get you one of them ice things I used to have. Uh, that's what I was thinking about. It's like, <laughs> man, I'm going to have to like ice my elbow after a day of smallie fishing. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that means I'm casting poorly, if I'm trying to cast too hard or what, because uh, yeah, that, that's been a fun Let the experience. Rod. Let the rod do the work. Yeah, for sure. So, but you know, chunking those big heavy flies and you know, it's probably got a lot to do with, I probably need a little bit of rod chunking what we're trying to chunk to. So, but yeah, that's been something I've learned. If I want to uh, continue to do this for a long time, I gotta gotta take a little bit better care of the old body. Okay. Well, uh, something I've learned, I think we've both continued to learn through this summer, and uh, that is that you kind of mentioned it. Smallies are fun, man. Oh man, small smallmouth waters and smallmouth in general are just fun fish to target, and I have, I don't think it's something that I'm ever going to grow tired of. It's I can't remember. I don't think I caught a trout. Well, I did. We went to that. We went those couple things. We talked about a couple trips. But, uh, you know, we definitely did more smallie fishing. And that is something that I'm excited about continuing as we continue this. Because there's more smallie waters we still haven't checked out. Um, maybe we check out a, maybe one or two before for the end of the fall, like the real before it gets real cold, possibly. But, uh, man, just just having that experience of – you know, wanting to even maybe possibly get a new rod. We talked about maybe getting, getting us a different setup um, just for smallies, just to target smallies. And uh, it's something that I am excited that we've done. We haven't mastered, but, man, that's just a lesson learned from the summer is smallies are fun time. Oh, heck, yeah. I mean, I, I still can't get enough. You know, we we, we went on a trip a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we got into them a little bit. And uh, I caught – I don't think it would be my personal. Well, yeah, it's probably my personal best smallie on, on the fly. fly. Yeah, um, it definitely was my personal best smallie on the fly. So um, I think we posted a picture of it or something somewhere. Yeah, well, you you but, measured it, and that was what was really cool. Just to get big shout out. Uh, yeah, you know, net, man, as catch always, cam nets, Dad's yeah. on the fly Came brought in, you by Catch Cam Nets, cam and strong. you remembered that. Usually we net fish and we just like get them back in the water quick. But yeah, but I wanted you to check it out real quick yeah. to actually measure it because our Catch Cam Net and one thing you have if you have a Catch Cam Net. Um, if you're looking to get a net, Catch Cam makes all kind of nets, and most, I think, all of their handles come with a with a ruler on with it. the ruler on the end, so yeah. you're able to measure it. And uh, that was a pretty nice, cool thing that we usually forget to do because we just yeah cause don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, we want to get fish back in the water, but um, yeah, that was pretty cool. So so excited, you know, to continue to chase smallies. There's just something about them, man. I don't I don't know what they've they've definitely you know I still love chasing trout, and it's fall, and so trout fishing is about to get insane uh, here in the next few weeks and um so yeah i mean i'm excited though to continue chasing after smallies i think that's something i'm gonna just keep diving into more and learning more about um so yeah yeah and in doing that um you know let's go go back and talk about that trip man so uh i want to throw out this youtube tip that i learned you found the youtube video after the smallie trip 
so on the smaller trip, we did a little more wading than normal because mm-hmm. the water was low, so we'd get out and wade. Well, I turned on a rock like normal and fell. I didn't fall. I just slipped, fell, dropped my rod, and my rod hit the butt section down, right? Mm-hmm. So when we got back to the house and we broke down all the rods, uh, dude, I could not get my rod segments apart. Like, yeah, especially your, your, the, uh, your ferals that were like stuck. Like, that one of them was yeah. like super stuck. Yeah. Okay. So I let it sit for like a day and then you came over on a Friday night mm-hmm. or a Saturday, whatever night it was. Mm-hmm. And we were like Googling how to get this done. And this you is a good fa- tip. Dude, yeah, this, this tip great. is insane. If you, I had never heard of this because yeah. I'm sure it happens other All times time, yeah. when you get your uh, rod section stuck together. Well, like if, especially if your feet uh, fishing in, you know, really hot weather, those ferals sometimes will yeah. swell. So, so uh, those anyway, get stuck. took four paper towels, mm-hmm. soaking wet, folded them in half, froze them for 20 minutes, brought the, brought the paper towel back down. I don't know what video you found, but you put it over the connecting sections yeah, the feral mm-hmm. let it sit for a minute and then i mean it, dude, it was like butter man it was really? crazy it That's worked wild. so good i'm glad it worked yeah because we tried a couple different things when i was here and then it we did found not that it did not work <laughs> <laughs> i looked like an idiot and then uh, we uh this um, was so easy <laughs> yeah and then you did that and it was just like boop, yeah you know, so nice um so i guess that temperature change uh something to think about if yeah. you've ever get in that situation yeah and you have get stuck frozen paper towels yeah there you go. Now, I don't know if you're out in the middle of somewhere. You just have to keep your rod together for that long. But, uh, but yeah, man, that was a cool tip I learned. So that's a lesson learned just by a random YouTube search that night when uh, opportunity presents itself for me to get stuff um, uh, to get stuff on, undone. The other thing, man, that I, I really felt like I've done better on is this summer, I, I, I rode, man. You learned how to row. You did a lot better job rowing. I mean, I would say, I, I think rowing is kind of like, in our rivers around here, it's sort of just like time, right? I mean, yeah, you, I mean, get, like better, you get better, but the more you just got to do it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think what – so the way I noticed that you got better over the summer is because when we first started rowing, and we, we talked about this before our last trip, and I think it helped us be a little bit more successful. When we first started rowing, it's literally like, okay, our only goal is to get down the river safely. Like we, we didn't care about like, you know, exactly which spots we were fishing. We were always trying to find the, the safest point to get over rapids. We were always trying to make sure we could cross sections or, or get to where we needed to be. And it was all about safety and don't get me wrong. We still think a lot about safety, but now I think we have evolved as rowers to where we can think, okay, not only do we need to be safe, but you know, what risk can we take in order to catch more fish? You know, can we stay river right or river left where would we normally go down an easier spot in the river so that we could try to catch fish there. yeah but something else i learned in being a rower and water's nice to have <laughs> yeah and Especially that last lately. trip you get I, I was getting so frustrated because there's nowhere to go oh, and man. the water gets so low oh, and dude i looked at it again today and it's even worse it's lower it's so yeah bad. we just need rain so um but you did though i mean i, I think we've got a lot better at it over time and I, I think that's an important thing to be mindful of is you know the the better you get at it at rowing a boat especially um i think it's going to help us be more successful well you know I, this this summer i took dad and foster by myself mm-hmm. uh i think i took another friend by myself um so you know more and more trips now there's some more waters this fall trout water i gotta do by myself maybe yeah um 
because my weekends have opened up a little bit uh, with my my new job, so it's actually helped me open up some weekends, and uh, and that's been pretty exciting. So hopefully through the fall, there's going to lead to some to some more fishing. But man, I, I enjoy the rolling. I, uh, I I will say though, like I watch, and our buddy will listen to this. Um, my but our buddy Frank will listen to this, and I watch a lot of his smaller videos, and and they look flipping awesome and i'm about ready to decide when we're going to go out to st louis and catch smallmouth and those <laughs> it's gonna happen but and maybe it's just the video he shows but some of those rivers out there they're not the rocks that we have ours. you know what i mean like i'm not hurting on you i mean i've been watching he's calling you out Frank. i'm not calling you out Frank. i'm just saying like you know what i mean though man like some of these rivers you see people fishing like these youtube videos and i'm like that looks pretty it's a pretty nice place to learn how to row. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just calm, smooth. Kind of like the rivers we grew up in down in South Carolina. Like, yeah. not a lot of rocks. Maybe a stick every now and then. But a little meandering. Yeah, you can river. just kind of meander through. Yeah. Like, um, So uh, I definitely think if you can row, maybe row here. It's uh, Now, I'm sure there's some white water I was going to say, there's some things we, that's, we don't That I don't to want to do. But, yeah. but um, you know, for, for the stuff that we do, it just... There can be some obstacles sometimes, and it's not like you're ever in danger. It's just like uh, you're stuck and have to get out and pull again. Yeah. But uh, I do feel a lot more comfortable on the oars, and um, we're just still happy with uh, our raft for sure. And and man, just something about floating down the river and uh, just being on your own time and and listening to some tunes from. Uh, you got some new bands you found. We both kind of found some new bands this summer. Found some and, better uh, river music. Yeah, you found some some river music, and you know, never do we put our boat in the water. Um, without our good friends uh, from Turtle Box Audio with Turtle Box strapped to the back. And uh, if you haven't checked out Turtle Box, guys, make sure and check out Turtle Box Audio, turtleboxaudio.com, I believe Kayla was right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, you can find all their uh, products there, and there's no better speaker. Um, you got that hot orange man now, yeah, don't man, you? Yeah, sweet. You got that orange one. That orange one looking sweet. I got the original, uh, the green one. And um, you can pair them together if you got two. Perfect for tailgates. It's football season. So if those yeah. of you who are tailgating, it'll be perfect for tailgates. Uh, it's also perfect for cookouts. Beach was amazing this summer when I took mine. Yeah. It was awesome. People were walking by like, what is that? And it was just sitting there getting splashed on. And it's just uh it's an incredible tool um that we love and we can't wait to uh you know, it'll be at the retreat. It'll be at uh it'll be at the dads on the fly at the Albi trip. So uh oh, yeah. make sure if you haven't picked one up or if you're interested in a Turtle Box audio speaker, check them out and uh you know, tell them that Dad's on the Fly sent you. We'd love to uh let them know that uh that we just love their product so much. So what other lessons you got, man, for, for, from the summer anymore? Like you did a good bit of fishing. Yeah, we did do a good bit of fishing. I think, you know, the, uh, one, one thing I did learn this summer is, uh, I've had a couple of friends who have really gotten, gotten into fly fishing this summer. Uh, one of them's my, my lead pastor at our oh, church yeah. and, uh, he is just, he, well, he was very fortunate. He got to go out West and we're hopefully going to have him on, on our podcast here in the near future and, um, and, and kind of get like a, a noob's perspective. Cause he is still very, very great. That'd be a great episode, man. World. So yeah, but, um, and he's a, what's crazy is he's, he's a, he's a major whitewater kayaker. Um, and so he's huge into being on the river and he's found this new way to experience the river, um, through fly fishing, which has been a lot of fun for him. But one of the things that I guess I have learned, uh, as I've been fishing for, for 10 years and talking a lot with him is just kind of, it's easy to forget how little you knew at one time. Does that make oh, sense yeah, what I'm trying to say? Great point. So I, I think sometimes, you know, like he'll he'll come up to me and ask me about a question or something, and I'll be like, 
come on, man, that's so simple. But <laughs> but then like I'm but you know, I was in that spot ten yeah. years ago. You have to remember you know, where and everybody's so I at. Think, I think as anglers, we need to be really mindful of that, of just, you know, especially for folks who are finding the sport for the first time or who are just digging into it, they don't know what they don't know. And fly fishing has a lot of lingo and it has a lot of uh, just technical aspects to it and things that if people have not been around it, they're not going to know. So let's be patient. Let's be gracious with people. Um, that, that has been a fun thing for me this summer is uh, every – Every time he walks in the office, like we're having fly fishing conversations. So that's a lot of fun. Great, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But just being mindful of that of, hey, you know, yes, there are some things that that he doesn't know. And not just him, you know, some other guys. Uh, I started a fly tying group this summer, which was a lot of fun. A couple times. Yeah, it's been a blast. We've had uh, several guys coming and just hanging out and tying flies together and talking fly fishing, which, which of course, I, you know, obviously love to do. And uh, that's been a lot of fun. But again, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you've got guys that are coming in there who are very green, very new. And it's easy sometimes if you're talking with people who, love fishing and are all about it and are big into it to to talk over people's heads and so i think it's just something to be be mindful of when we're welcoming new folks to the community it's been a lesson that i have learned this summer for sure awesome man i think uh as we go into this season of end of september first of october i'm going to be uh learning some lessons behind the vice because it's about time to start diving into tying some flies especially some trout flies And so I'm going to be uh, refining my skill. And I think that comes to just like rowing, like what you said. And that's a lesson that we, you can't ever do it enough to keep your practice up and, and your skills. And those fly tying nights were definitely a chance for me to do that. Um, just to hang out with people and kind of, you know, tie and spin and do whatever and just talk. And it was a good time. And I was, uh, I was happy to be a part of a couple of those communities and it's super fun, man. It's, it's a cool, we should really try to do more of those. I think we're just so busy that we both don't have a, a lot of time. I wish we did to just do, do more of those at different places. I think those are things that really get people out uh, in the community and, you know, have a chance to get to know people from different walks and, uh, and everybody with that same passion of uh, tying cool flies. Yeah, man, for sure. So, uh, so we've learned some lessons from the summer, Joshua. What are you stoked about this fall, man? I mean, we're diving into fall. Well, it's coming up. my, my last lesson to? is, if, and somebody heard this episode, but you know, always strap stuff down on the boat. And so we've been doing that better. Um, we <laughs> didn't, true. we didn't lose anything this year. We didn't lose anything uh, this time, this past trip. Nothing so. was lost in the uh, making of these podcasts. Yes. Um, what am I excited about, man? So is that all the? I, I, let me think. I, you kind of threw that one at me. I oh, think sorry. I'm excited. Are you, That's okay. Are you? Are you no, still have I think, more lessons from the summer. No, I mean just, just that. I, any day on the any day on the water is a good day. You know, we did some of those trips, those float trips right in town, and letting my son catch panfish on the fly, and those were fun, and just little things like that that he loves to do. And so, any time like that is cool. And I had somebody reach out to me the other day, said they had a pond. I'm going to go explore. We got actually two ponds that we've got to go explore. Nice. With, with some popping bugs to see what's out there, maybe to catch some, you know, panfish on the fly. And I think through our last couple of episodes, that's what we've heard from people is that, um, you know, just embrace and remember those lessons of, hey, there's water right around the corner. You can fish it and be outside, and it's going to be cool. Excited for the fall, man. Uh, well, obviously the Albi trip I'm excited about. I'm excited. we got some friends coming in, uh, a couple of different friends that are going to come in and fish with us, um, hopefully in October, just a couple weeks away. And I'm going to get to uh, fish with a friend of ours from the podcast. Don't want to throw that out there yet. And then, uh, man, we got something we're real excited about in November that 
we're just going to kind of wait and, and drop and tell everybody about kind of when it happens. Um, probably be at least an episode or two of the podcast when that happens. we got a special guest coming to hang out with us um, that we're going to have a good time getting to do some fishing with him for a couple of days. So, so real excited about that. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I think just kind of getting into my new job of trying to get in my – bearing straight hopefully i'm gonna be able to do some more fishing in the fall uh these last couple couple weeks have been pretty busy but uh other than that i, I don't know man just keep rolling well you got some things you're looking forward to you got some trips i don't know about are you doing anything i don't that- have i don't have any big trip right now prepared uh i'm, I'm not <laughs> not left in this year yeah um i'm hoping to maybe get some stuff rolling for 24 uh, you know, for the fall, man, I'm just excited. I'm really going to try my best to get some time, um, especially in October, uh, getting my kids back out on the river a little bit, um, getting my boys out, especially in some of the DH water that we have here. We're so blessed to be close to some really great water, uh, right up the street. And, um, so I'm hoping to get the kids out on that. I'm hoping to go myself, uh, taking a couple, I already got some trips planned, um, to take some guys, uh, up there in October, I'm um, going to be guiding some other pastors up there in October, uh, which I'm really excited about. So, yeah, man, I mean, fall is, I, I, so this is the thing that I think I'm having to figure out is I'm kind of like transitioning out of smallies into trout again. Not that, I know. not that like I've stopped fishing for trout this summer, you know, we did some, um, we did some hike-ins and we did some blue lining this summer that we love doing, but now as you know, the, the DH waters are going to be open up. We're going to be going to the tuck and floating some, hopefully we're going to be fishing some of the delayed harvest streams close by. And I just, it's like, I'm having to shift my mindset. Uh, it's so funny. I was looking tonight after, uh, got the kids to bed, uh, about just, you know, what flies do I need? Cause it's been so long since I've tied flies for DH trout. Um, so Figuring out my fly box, trying to get organized, trying to get ready because I don't want to be like stuck last minute trying to figure out stuff that I need uh, when a when a random trip, yeah, <laughs> just kind of happens know, on falls you. into my yeah. lap on an afternoon or for know, sure, got, um, <clears throat> you know some 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 ministry opportunities might be happening yeah, along the river. You gotta have that so. stuff ready to go. <laughs> you gotta have it ready to go. Uh, and one thing, guys, just to to remind everybody, you know, no matter where you are, if you're if you're in the continental in the lower 48, as they say, the 48, um, there's no better place to find trout water than trout routes. And you can use trout routes, um, from their app on Android or Apple. Trout routes is a proud sponsor of dazzle fly podcast. Please check them out whenever you get a chance. Uh, if you're looking for new waters, like we are always doing here in the fall, and there's even some, you know, some blue lines up here. We're going to try to check out in the fall that maybe we've not fished. I think that'd be a cool thing to do, man. Maybe try just me and you to maybe catch, I don't know, four or five, maybe five or ten blue lines in the fall. We could hit yeah, a couple off sure. just to – I know there's a lot of places up in a certain forest that we have never been together that yeah. I've been like eight, nine years ago when I first started fishing. And So uh, trout routes is a great way to do that. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to let everybody know about, um, our good friends at Maggie Valley Fly Shop are celebrating their one-year anniversary on October the 1st. So uh, just wanted to make sure and give a big shout-out to them. Congratulations to those guys. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on October the 1st, they've got – a cool event, man. Like some big drawings. I got a cookout, uh, big merchandise on sale that day, preloaded fly boxes. It's going to, sounds like a cool day there at Maggie Valley fly shop on October the 1st. So if you're in around Maggie Valley or in West North Carolina and you got a chance to swing over there, um, on that Saturday, it sounds like a cool event right there at Maggie Valley fly shop, right on the main drag through Maggie Valley. So man, I'm excited. I'm, this is kind of a shorter episode for us, but we've got some cool things coming up. 
want to give a big thank you to uh, some of our recent guests. Still can't believe we talked to a uh, a filmmaker, man. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> that was a cool episode for yeah. me personally. That, that was, we got that was to an do. interesting one. For that was sure. an interesting time just getting to talk to uh, to Josh about that, and that was super fun. And then a big shout out to Ben. Got a lot of great feedback from that episode this week. A lot of people kind of checked us out for the first time. Um, Panther Branch, Panther Branch Bugs as well was a cool episode. So if you haven't checked those out, guys, go back and check those out. Um, as always, if you want to be a part of Dads on the Fly or help us, just shoot an email, text to how you can help make the show even better. And we always love hearing from you. Uh, shoot us a review. Give us a rating on Apple, Spotify. Shoot us an email, how we can do our show better. Uh, definitely something that we would uh, love to always improve on. We have been busy, and you know we have kind of through this kind of as school starts back, been a little bit occupied with other things but we do think it's going to be an exciting fall for for dads on the fly and continue to do kind of what we do man anything else to kind of throw in there on that no i mean i think uh you're you're i'm picking up what you're putting down i guess is what i'm trying to say and uh i'm excited for the fall and yeah hopefully going to get some some stuff rolling again in the near future that over the summer uh kind of let slack i really want to get our email list back up and going and i uh, want to get back a little bit more fired up on our socials. So stick around for all the things happening with us. Uh, it has been a crazy season of transitions, I think, for the both of us. And um, so now is hopefully things are finally panning out and we're understanding all of our new roles and certain things that uh, we got some exciting stuff coming up for everyone in the fall. So thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Josh, anything before we wrap up? Nah, man, I'm good. I'm excited to uh, hear from some of you guys. Hope to meet a bunch of you maybe at the uh, Fork of the River Fly Fishing Festival on November 4th and 5th. Excited about that. We'll be able to talk about our Albi trip. That'll be pretty sweet. We'll have some yeah, pictures. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll um, be great. It'll be a good time. So, uh, Caleb, thanks for hanging out tonight. Yeah, Guys, please reach out to us. Let us know what we can do for you here at Dads on the Fly. And uh, until next time, Caleb. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for checking out this episode. Until next time, tight lines. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. We hope this episode has inspired you as a parent or an angler. If you've enjoyed this episode, please check us out at dadsonthefly.com. There you can subscribe to our email list and find out all the things we got going on here at Dads on the Fly.